What's up, guys? This is the Leafs Convo Podcast for Oak Ridge Ford. Norm James, along with Mike uh, Jello. Tradey trade, trade, the big news. Jack Campbell and Kyle Clifford joining the Toronto Maple Leafs. Trevor Moore going to the LA Kings. Mike, your thoughts? Uh, good afternoon, Norm. Uh, well, I think it was a much-needed trade, and based on the reporting that was uh, done late last night and early this morning, Kyle Dubas was negotiating with uh, GM Rob Blake during the contest in New York at Madison Square Garden. So I think he saw some of the results that were going on and noticed that this team needed uh, a backup goaltender mm. and a little toughness. And they got that in Campbell. He, he's had a couple good years with the LA Kings. He's um, you know not old. He's 28 years old. He's locked up for another couple of years. And Clifford is uh, somebody who provides uh, a little bit of sandpaper that has been sorely lacking with this team. And after last night with Zach Hyman getting punched in the bugle by Truba and John Tavares having to get a little scrap at the end of the game, I think they needed a little sandpaper and a little toughness. This is the Leafs combo for Oak Ridge Ford. A real quick one, guys. Mike and I will continue the conversation, and hopefully you guys can carry it uh, below this post or in community. Campbell and Clifford, a couple of guys I know from my old OHL days, covering that league as long as... As I did, how do they fit into the Leafs and Kyle Dubas's not only financial blueprint but analytics blueprint? It's it's funny because uh, Dubas has had a history of trading for players he's familiar with. Campbell was an acquisition when Dubas was a GM of the Sioux Greyhounds. Um, Kyle Clifford was somebody he represented before he became a GM of the Greyhounds, so he has a familiarity with both of them. Um, Campbell was on the last year of a previous contract, league minimum around six hundred and seventy-five thousand, and he signed for two years at a million six five. So he's affordable. He's actually cheaper in terms of salary than Michael Hutchinson. Um, Clifford, fifty percent of his salary is being retained by the Kings, so he's around at par of what Trevor Moore was making. So when Frederick Anderson is a hundred percent, they will probably waive Hutchinson. And that'll clear his salary, and it'll basically be a wash. So it's not a uh, it's not an increase, or doesn't use up any cap space. I feel like this is a deal that will lead to another deal because, as much as Campbell and Clifford will be complementary pieces, neither is really a key role player. And I don't feel like these guys are going to perform, resulting in major success based on what these guys can do individually. They're here to chip in and help out, but there has to be more in store. Yeah. I mean, Clifford made a joke today at, uh, at his availability that he wasn't brought in to outpace Austin Matthews in terms of goals. He's brought in to play a particular role, whether that be fighting, whether that just be a spark plug defending his teammates. He does penalty kill. He is quick for a bigger forward. I think he's six two over 200 pounds. So he provides a little veteran snarl and sandpaper and that I think this team really needs that. Um, Campbell, I mean, depend, everything depends on Anderson's uh, injury situation. It sounds like you know, he's not going to play tomorrow against Anaheim, and then they say, well, everything is up in the air. If they're fearful of a concussion, then it could be longer than just a few a few days, and I think that's why they had to make this deal because they needed somebody other than Michael Hutchinson, and I don't think they wanted to go to Casimir Cascasuo, so they needed that second goaltender. What a weird dynamic, though. Jack Campbell's going to be the backup. Michael Hutchinson sticking around until Freddie Anderson's ready to go. His, he's on borrowed time, yet 
his time with the Maple Leafs will be crucial as to whether he finds work elsewhere. It's just an odd situation for someone to be in, but I guess he played himself into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yesterday the of the of the four goals, non-empty net goals, he was really at fault for one, but that happened to be the game-winning goal, and it was inexcusable because he was struggling to find the stick. Uh, find the goal stick that he had dropped and then lets a, a bad shot from Bushnevich get by him. So they, they, you know, things are so tight right now that they really need better goaltending, either from Anderson when he's back or from Campbell. Uh, but the other, the other thing that's interesting, and you, you made a mention of, uh, you know, what's going to happen going forward. We have, uh, I think it's 18 days until the trade deadline. The comments that, uh, Kyle Dubas made this a- this this afternoon regarding um, the status of Cody Cece, who's now on injury uh, on injured reserve with uh, a an ankle injury, and they said it's going to be a while. And the lack of update on Morgan Riley, who they said you know they'll have uh, an update on him medically next week, and he indicated whether you know Riley could be out longer than mid March and could get to the end of the regular season, and if that's the case then his five million his five million dollar salary can be put on LTIR and they can go out and trade for a defenseman and they would have the cap space to do it. So that there is some flexibility there based on Riley's availability and now it's even more necessary because CC could be out for a while. Hard to believe a group with this much talent needs a kickstart. Well, normally the thing is, and I said this on Twitter last night, I, I I'm puzzled by a team with so much talent and so much awareness of what it takes to win, having the brain cramps that they continue to have. And last night, it was six seconds, two goals in six seconds, which put them behind the eight ball. And it's, again, they go into vapor lock. They don't know what they're doing. And by when they when they open their eyes, they're behind by two or three goals. And teams, can, teams that are good, teams that are playoff teams, cannot do that consistently. And they keep doing it. And if they can continue to do it, they'll miss the playoffs. Yeah, the Leafs have lost two in a row, a plus 13 on the season. I'm going to harp on that goal differential because it's so key. Not a wild card playoff team at the moment. Three points out of a wild card playoff spot. One point behind Florida. Uh, the Panthers have that third spot in the Atlantic. Who knows where the Leafs land here? I feel like they have another gear to get to. The question is, you know, h- how many gears forward can they progress before shit hits the fan again and the chickens come home to roost with this team? Last word to you, Mike. Yeah, the, the question is now, you know, who are they going to call up uh, from, the, from the Marlies to replace CeCe? Everybody thinks it's going to be Timothy Lilligren, but I have a weird feeling, as we've seen numerous times in the past, that they may call somebody up at Martin Marins and will be inserting the lineup. And I don't know how much better that is or worse that is than Cody CeCe, but the Leafs defense is thin right now. And I think Kyle Dubas, within the next couple of weeks, is probably going to trade for a defense. The trade, a positive thing, but hopefully there are more positives to come, resulting in positive play from your Maple Brothers on the ice. Mike and I are just laying it down the way it is, the way we see it right now. Do you think we're overstating it, understating it? Let us know under this post on YouTube or in community. For Mike, I'm Norm. We out.